okay, we're back after some technical difficulties. Um, so as I was saying, for me, what one of the major things that got me into natural health was seeing my grandmother deteriorate greatly in the last years of her life and just what the doctors were, the butchers that facilitated this. And to be honest with you, just to kind of answer your, I know your question was somewhat rhetorical and I don't think there's there can be an answer for something like this. Um, <clears throat> um, I definitely was angry and frustrated and stuff like that, but it's not a productive emotion. And it's not, it's like how that say, that, that saying goes, we don't pay, we don't pay it back, we pay it forward. So I feel like, and, and I, I'm talking about not paying it back like vengeance. That's another unproductive thing. I'm talking about to to make the world a better place. We cannot right the wrongs of the past. We cannot make amends with, you know, in the past, uh, things that happened in the past. But we can do is change our ways or be the, the, the be creative, be the change in the world that we wish we had seen at the time. So, for example, with this detox course I I've told you about, this is the this is the information I wish I wish I had five years ago, or ten years ago, or fifteen years ago, or when I was eighteen. You know, so I'm I I said to myself at one point, I want pe- pe- I want people to be able to prevent these quote-unquote diseases of aging which are which are diseases of fucking sy- systemic poisoning of the population you know? yes facilitated yep. by a bunch of fucking uh, as one one dude i um interviewed um jahan satar the men in the butcher coats you know what I mean? <laughs> yes <laughs> very aptly said yes very astute observation so i feel like we we have to not necessarily dwell on the past, not focus on the future, but take positive actions today. And this goes back to the solutions talk, solutions focus we we're talking about, and just make sure the 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 things that we have control over, uh, you know, we influence them in such a way so that hopefully other people don't succumb to this. You know what I mean? So I guess I guess maybe it's it's a it's a, a roundabout way of saying. Um, or it, it's it's like a, it's my way of coping with the the, the pain, because mm-hmm. again I I know for a fact that getting angry is what, what are you gonna do like we we gonna go burn down the a parliament building a hospital you gonna like there's nothing you can do like these right this these organizations they're they're smart like they're decentralized it's like a hydra with you know an infinite amount of heads so the the solution it's like they 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 talk about in the kibalion you know if if you're in a particular plane you have the sort of rhythm uh, and polarity so you, you swing from like the the bliss to the agony or the hellish uh pain and suffering the astute master vibrates out of it to a new level not i'm not saying i'm an astute master or i know mm. how to do that or i fully even comprehend what the hell they're talking about but mm. i think it's worth it's worthy of reflection on that to see how can we transcend this because at the at the end of the day what is what seems at least in my opinion what seems to be quite clear is this is not a 
just a a, a one shot and and Urata here experience. It seems like this is a realm we we keep coming back for however many lifetimes. So we we're not we're not really fully truly aware of what the purpose of everything here is, and we 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 we've no idea what the things that are happening right now. What what kind of the ten steps ahead, ten lifetimes ahead thousands of years ahead is so um we have we, we almost have to play it by ear yeah. and do our best uh with 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 the tools we have in the current moment that's brilliant man i really like what you said i really like the even the idea of don't pay it back pay it forward moving forward and uh and also the the vibrating at a different frequency that is really what we're talking about when we talk about creating parallel systems and creating ways of uh, creating ways of wealth, creating ways of health, creating communities that are outside the systemic poisoning. Uh, that That is literally vibrating at a different frequency. And that's also your point about how we, we don't have the perspective to see things from the ultimate reality, you know, kind of like when something happens in life, shit happens, and it's easy to be like, oh, woe is me, shit happened. But oftentimes, after a couple years, sometimes even a few months, you have that bird's eye view and you look at the occurrence that you were so upset about at the time. And you're like, oh, well, thank, thankfully that happened because this and this and that wouldn't happen without that. You know? Exactly. And so holding fast to that awareness, even when you're in the midst of it, that's really like where character is forged and it's like where, where you're really tested. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, like, I like that a lot. Um, it's hard. I'm sure it must be very difficult for many people with that have had to go through the suffering. And, you know, I, I'm not in any way, shape or form excusing it. You know, these people are, I believe, should should pay pay a very high price for for what they're doing to, to, to humanity and what they've done and continue to do, you know. Um, and I believe that they will. Um, I believe yeah. in the... Uh, how when you the idea of hell is not necessarily like this fire and brimstone place where you get condemned to but rather it is a place where you are you drive yourself to through your actions and through your orientation on earth so i do believe that these people who are puppeteering this nightmare system they will have to face it in in their own time It, it might not be until the next reality but they are not going to manifest themselves in a heavenly reality. You know, it's just not, it's not going to be that way. They're, they're borrowing from future bliss to have power now. So they're borrowing this, but when it runs its course, it's like um, they're, they're going way back down to square one in terms of, you know, yeah. if we can imagine a, over the infinite planes and at the end is you know the all these guys are going way back down to fucking i don't even what i don't even want to insult like grains of sand <laughs> that kind of sort of rudimentary consciousness but that that's sort of an analogy of like down to the complexity of like the the most basic particle you know that's kind of the direction that they're gonna they're gonna rise up and then fall down that kind of way 
uh, really quick before you get to the final question, Emanuel Swedenborg, I, I believe it was in the book uh, Heaven and Hell, he talks about how people who spend their lives in covert activities and uh, they spend their lives, they, they find their, their success through deception, lies, misleading, all that kind of shit, the intelligence agency, all that bullshit, that he had a vision that when these folks pass on to the next realm, what they are driven to by their own hearts, their own self is a reality where he saw they were in windowless rooms, underground windowless rooms, huddled in corners, whispering to one another, you know, because mm -hmm. that is how they lived. That, that's where their heart was so that when they went to the next realm, they went to where their heart drove them. And, uh, you know, I, so I just and it, it's important to also reiterate that it's not necessarily about vengeance. It's about like universal karmic laws and how, yeah, you can't you I, I call it the adversary that the force of par parasitism that uh, creates destabilizes situations and leeches uh, energy in the form of like negative emotions and stuff like that for their own immediate gain. You can't do that without offending the natural order, the karmic order of things. So it's like, mm. it's not just like, it's not my job to save the world. It's not my job to bring these people to justice myself, but the universe, the way of things will take care of that. And then in the meantime, I just have to always, like you said, uh, pay it forward and yeah, really like live my life, allow it to be fuel, you know, like the pain I feel um, is fuel that drives me in, you know, especially in those times where I'm, I'm feeling less than great or want to give up. It's like I can harness this energy of the feeling of hopelessness that I experienced watching my parents' health deteriorate is like now it's fuel for me to uh, inspire others to maintain hope and also give practical, tangible ideas and, and facts and advice to help people live fully. So. Yeah, bro, I like that. You know, again, again, it's one of those things where I'm truly at a loss for words. You know, it's I, I, I have no idea what to say. I, I just remember, I, I literally just came to me. There was a story of the Buddha. This, this uh, uh, young mom, she lost her, her baby, and uh, she was really distraught. And they told her, you know, go. The Buddha was still alive at the time, and they said, go visit the Buddha. He will he will help you through this and she she explained everything to him and he listened very compassionately and he gave her a task she said go and find me a mustard seed from a house or a home that has never had anyone die and she went and the, to make a a long story short she went to from house to house to house and she heard story after story about they you know just regular humans experiencing the the pain and the sorrow of existence in this realm you know parents kids relatives uncles aunts brothers sisters and she heard so many of these stories that I forget the end of the story, but she she felt such deep compassion. I, I believe the end of the story was that she felt such deep compassion from hearing all these stories, so much empathy, that she went back to the Buddha and, and this became a disciple or a student of his to learn, mm -hmm. you know, how to, mm -hmm. I suppose, transcend 
some of this stuff, which I'm not sure most of it, I'm not sure all of it can be transcended, but um, there's definitely a lot of teachings there that can, can help one. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Facing things uh, for what they really are and being, uh, being able and allowing yourself to sit with discomfort and not immediately jumping to these like pat, pat answers of like, Oh, I'll, you know, like the, the degradation of language, for example, like yeah. don't just talk about uh, transcending or, or being mindful, but really like allow yourself to, to sit with what is actually going on at every given moment that there's so yeah. much richness there. So. Sure, brother, for sure. Well, let me, let me take it to the solution stock question. So we, 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 we always like to end on a positive note with this question. So bro, Raven, what are you doing that others can do also to increase their freedom, self-reliance, autonomy, and or resilience to the challenges that we face this decade and beyond? Nice, easy question to, to end <laughs> things off. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's see. I would. So I'm going to go with what my, my, my initial, my gut reaction was to that question. Uh, my gut reaction was that. I'm keeping my physical and mental and spiritual self in the best possible shape that I can. And so that includes like exercising regularly. It includes like constantly testing my limits physically, um, you know, like integrating exercises. Like I'm just, I'm going to start now with like kettlebells and stuff like that, like <clears throat> maintaining a strong body so that you can also then have that strong mind and the energy and the stamina that's required for whatever it is that's coming. I say on my podcast all the time, strap in, strap up and stay centered because uh, we are, we're in for some, some ac action. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but there's some action coming. And so we want to make sure that I want to make sure that I'm uh, strong enough to be able to like be there for my community, for my loved ones and for myself. So keep keeping a strong physical body, always, uh, again, knowing enough to know that I don't know everything and always maintaining an open mind. So that is hard work because it's easy to get into echo chambers and the truth or community and the independent media, very easy to start getting into echo chamber situation where you're only consuming media that reaffirms your own biases. You're cutting off anything that's inconvenient to you or that you don't want to look at. So it's like hygiene. So I'm constantly having to remind myself, like you don't actually know everything and you have to listen to other ideas and be open to other ways of thought. And so that's um, keeping that flexibility of mind, I think is crucial. And mm -hmm. that also ties in with like being able to dialogue with everybody. I don't want to set limitations on myself with who I can dialogue with, who I can learn from. I wanna maintain so open while still being grounded in myself and my beliefs that I can engage in dialogue with anybody about anything. So I would say strong, uh, healthy body, flexible mind. And then as we spoke about before, for me, it's maintaining my meditation practice for my emotional and spiritual well-being as well. Love that, bro. It, it will be very funny if nothing happens the rest of the decade. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. the rest of it. And then like uh, uh, 2030 comes and then Agenda 2030 was all about just like, oh, we're just trying to clean up the environment and all these conspiracy people, all the normies would be like, you bunch of fucking retards. 
Well, you, you've been going on about for the last 10 years, you fucking retards. We just, all of us got free electric cars and like, it's totally cool. Okay. Yeah. Not, not a single soul has been microchipped. You idiots. That'd be hilarious, right? It really would. Imagine. Uh, I, I wish that uh, I had any kind of faith that, that that could happen, but I do think that uh, there's, there is so much pushback against the pushback is growing all the time against the transhuman agenda and the pendulum has a way of swinging. So, you know, like I know you were speaking in jest, but it's very possible that we find ourselves uh, in 2030 that we have achieved some sort of parallel society and we're all achieve we're moving towards our own optimum health because people like yourself are spreading very important knowledge and people are understanding how to take care of themselves in a good way so it's like regardless of what the agenda is for 2030 i think we can have our own agenda for 2030 yeah man it's like like you said earlier if you don't have a plan you're going to become part of somebody else's plan so you know folks listening you know we we have to have a plan and what do we it's like what we have to have an intention for our life. What do we want to achieve? What's the work we want to do? You know, we have to, we have to figure that out and work towards it. Otherwise, just coasting through life, the, the waves, the wind will take you. You know, it's like they say, um, if you don't know where you're going, any any road will take you there. And unfortunately, the current road is fucking tyranny and you know a bunch of other unspeakable, horrible shit. So. Yeah. Time to time to actually, you know, do 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 something about that for ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, uh get get to know your neighbors and be a part of your community and uh, you know, I think it's important to push back against the the culture of like snitching or it it has to do with not judging and leading by example. Yeah. So, I just think, yeah, pay it forward, don't pay it back. And uh, I really appreciate everything you're doing to educate and optimize and illuminate. And I'm just very excited to continue speaking with you. And you're going to come on my podcast, the Barbarian Noetics podcast, real soon as well. Thank you so much, bro. Appreciate that. It, it what an absolute pleasure to to you know to have met you and to to call your friend now. Um, speaking of your podcast, can you tell the listeners where they can find you on the internet, please? For sure. Yeah. Uh, Barbarian Noetics, it's up on all the platforms. So wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, the Barbarian Noetics is there. And I also invite people to check out my video show that I have uh, with my co-host, Dr. Sylvie Salinger. And that's up on Rockfin, rockfin.com, R-O-K-F-I-N.com forward slash Barbarian Yak Fest. All one word. Yak like that the about? animal. So the tagline for that one is Stomp the Great Reset, and it's okay. myself. And I, I have other interviews as well sometimes, and sometimes I'll do solo videos. But it's really a complimentary channel to my podcast. So if you like what I'm doing on my podcast and you want to dive in and, and hear more perspectives on the, the topics, and the, the video show is a little bit more focused on like current events, but really trying to view things from a, a different perspective, from a positive perspective, and always bring it back to keeping that open mind and moving towards solutions. Just, I just went, I, I just <laughs> went to Rockfin and the first comment I saw addressed to you is your questions were more interesting than his answers. I'm not, 
let's just leave it at that. So we, we don't want to like shit on the guest or anything. But that's fucking amazing. I love that, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're we're building a we're building a really awesome community there. So come check out the Rockfin and awesome. all the podcast and onward and upward. Yeah, bro, I love that. Um, I should go. I should use Rockfin more. Do they have an app? By the way, they do. Uh, oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. They do have an app. Um, it's, okay. It does occasionally have have a few bugs here and there, but I I still appreciate uh, any sort of free speech platform. I'm mm. I'm all about supporting the free speech platforms. Right now, I'm up on Rockfin, but I do have a goal to get up on Odyssey soon, and um, you know, there, there's good things coming. So yeah, it's it's a lot of work, bro. Keep 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 uh, doing the good work, bro, and you know, just. Uh, you you'll be back on here, so I'm sure that the listeners enjoyed this one, and we'll cover we'll cover more. I, I, I you're you're such a hilarious dude. Maybe we can do one more humor based one when you come back. Maybe we can play some of your skits if you if we figure out how to play them through through the call here. Um, I think we can just. I I'm trying to not just have the solution focus, which is obviously awesome but i'm trying to incorporate more of my personality because i had a friend uh, he told me like a couple of years ago he said dude your podcast is really good but it's very serious and you're like the least fucking serious guy i know that's so weird i know um and he's like a lot of people listen to podcasts to unwind and stuff so have you thought mm. about like just letting your personality ooze through so l- lately i've been kind of letting more and more of my um, you know, I guess I was dropped on my head a little bit too much when I was a kid. So <laughs> the retardation is seeping through and people are like, oh, okay, this guy's changed. Is 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 he getting like some heavy heavy metal toxicities changing his personality or something? I don't know. Hey, a little bit of neurodivergence goes a long way. I love yeah. it. And uh, yeah. yeah, I would love to, to come on and have a, a kind of a humor infused conversation. I think laughter is absolutely essential Nobody likes a person that takes themselves too seriously. So I'm right we, there with you. I'm just thinking out loud here, but we could take like the top top 10, 15 figures that are part of the Great Reset, you know, like Kill Gates, Clown Schwab, all these <laughs> other guys, and just yeah. like psychoanalyze them, say who hurt them? Like, okay, Bill Gates, probably his uncle touched him. This guy, you know, his, his mom didn't hug him or something like that and figure out, I don't know, just throwing ideas sure. out there you know yeah what what did beagles do to tony fauci to create such <laughs> anger against yeah dude like dude come on like who doesn't like dogs like who hurt you bro tony he was he was bit by a beagle puppy as a baby and he's just held on to that grudge his whole life yeah man, little, <laughs> little prick it's always these guys with the napoleon complex bro anyways always, always. anyway raven once again bro thank you so much for joining us today thank you too Can't, uh, looking forward to speaking with you again soon